Blog Talk Radio. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. May I have your attention, may I have your attention please. This is Lady Charmaine Day with Pussy Report number two. That's Pearls of Wisdom Underground Christian Crew Intelligence Report. Praise Him. Praise Him all day long. Praise Him with hymns and songs because He has done great things for you. He's been the one to deliver you from sickness and pain, to provide you with food and shelter, and to shield you from life's rain. So you praise Him. Praise Him all day long. Praise Him with hymns and songs because He has done good things for you. Praise Him when you rise and praise Him until you fall. Praise Him because He's seen you through it all. And you know what you need to do when you praise Him? Just say two simple words. And what are those words? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. To all the kings and queens, continue to make God look good because you are the light in this world. Thank you and goodbye. To the very, very special person listening to this broadcast, welcome to another episode of Taboo Talk, featuring your very own pastor and Christian consultant, me, Lady Charmaine Day. Today's show is guaranteed to be full of sensitive, intimate, natural conversations rarely talked about in the Christian community. So now, get ready for your spiritual consultation. Are you ready? Great. Let's begin. Hi there, how are you doing special? I just wanted to tell you that you are incredible. You have been doing so many beautiful things for everyone and and for your surrounding community that you are a breath of fresh air. And you just light up every room that you go into. And people are so glad to know you. And they appreciate the little things that you do. So let me just take a moment to give you a round of applause. Are you ready? <laughs> I wanted to say keep on doing what you're doing because even if nobody gives you the feedback, I'm going to let you know that God sees what you're doing and he appreciates it because you show people the God in you, the the Holy Spirit in you, the fact that you're a Christian just by continuing to do wonderful things. So don't give up. You know, God sees all, and he is blessing you and giving you more favor, more grace, more mercy because of who you are and what you are in the body of Christ. So we are just a couple of days away from Christmas, and I want to take this time out to say there is nothing on the planet that wasn't created without a purpose, that all of our lives are preordained and accounted for, that God knows what we're going to do before we even do it, and that he preplanned in advance the birth of his son so that you could have a more abundant life and so that you could have a life that was filled with good times, happiness, joy, love, more peace, and prosperity. And so... 
this is what I want you to know, that Christmas is a time when the world sits there and acknowledges God, when the world says, okay, God, (laughs) thank you for thinking about us. Thank you for pre-planning. Thank you for knowing that we screwed things up in the Garden of Eden through our forefathers and foremother, uh, Eve. And you said that you would work things out by getting everything together. And Jesus agreed to come and sacrifice himself so that we could have a good life. And we have to say thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And so Christmas is that time. But Christmas is also a time when you should say, God does plan. And no matter what's going on in my life, no matter what is happening, he has made a plan for me. He has made a plan for me. The life of Jesus Christ this time is a fact that shows that he has made a plan for me and has blessed me even before I was born. And I know this is a fact, and I'm just going to start living life on purpose. Because the thing is, most of us are not living on purpose. No, we are going through life nilly-willy, <laughs> not really taking into account everything that God has done for us, all the provision he has provided for us. No, we 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 just go about saying, oh, I can't wait till one day something will happen good to me. Maybe, you know, it would be my turn. All these good things happen to other people, but they never happen to me. Woe is me. Woe is me. Versus saying, my God is great, and he has made plans for me so that I could have have the best life possible. You know? (laughs) Do you think that? So, okay, you're saying to yourself, Lady Charmaine saying all these things. Well, let's, how can you prove that to me? How can you prove that God really has intended for me to have the best life possible? Well, I'm going to go to a couple places today to show you that the birth of Jesus Christ and us celebrating it um, and his life, should be an indicator every year that your life has purpose. So let's go to Psalms 139. Okay. Psalms 139. In Psalms 139, verse 15. Now let's go to verse 14. Verse 14. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So you're saying, hmm, all the days of your life are written in a book somewhere up in heaven. God has it. He's keeping track. And your blessings have a designated point in time to meet you, and it's going to happen. It says so in the Bible. So if you ever have doubts in your mind, if you ever have doubts in your mind, all you got to do is go to Psalms 139, verses 14 and 16, and you see that God has something big in store for you and that he pre-planned your life the moment you even came into a thought Uh, On this planet And then You know We know the blessings That he has in store for us By going to Deuteronomy 28 1 through 13 And you and I have covered that many times You and I have gone over that But it's never enough It's never enough So let's go over some more I'm going to go to Deuteronomy 28 1 through 13 If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings, all these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you obey your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, the crops of your land and all the young of your livestock, the cows of your herds and the lambs of your flocks. 
Your baskets and your kneading trough will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction but flee from you in seven. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he has given you. The Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he promised you on oath, if you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Then all the people on earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you an abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, and the crops of your ground, and the land he swore to your forefathers to give you. The Lord will open up the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty, to send rain on your land and season, and to bless all the works of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. The Lord will make you the head, not the tail, if you pay attention to the commandments of your God that I give you to this day and carefully follow them. You will always be at the top, never at the bottom. Do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today, to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. So you see, you have a wonderful life. Whether you're living it now or is yet to come, God has made provision in his word for you to know that he has set it up so that your life will be more abundant. He asked his son to come back to earth to set straight the problem that Adam and Eve started when they ate of the the tree of knowledge. And Jesus came so that all these blessings that are talked about in the Bible could be your reality today. And the thing is, you have to accept it as yours. You have to lay claim to it. You have to establish it as it is mine. So you say, how can I lay hold of it? How can I how can I accept that as my reality? You know, it's hard for me to accept anything, you know, without sight unseen. How can I believe in all this? Well, first of all, you call yourself a Christian, right? And the thing is, that in and of itself shows that you have faith. You have faith as big as a mountain because you've never seen Jesus. Have you? No. None of us living today have seen Jesus. None of us today have seen God. None of us today have seen the angels or the Holy Spirit. None of us have seen any of it. Yet we believe that all of it exists. And we're not believing that uh, what we believe in is not real. You know, we're not walking around with delusions in our head. <laughs> no, we believe that this is the true reality, that God exists, Jesus came back, Died on the crossroads in three days, and he has the devil at his footsteps, on his footstool. And we believe that we are victorious in the name of Jesus, that everything bows down to the name of Jesus because of his sacrifice for us. And, you know, Jesus' life was preordained, too. Just like you, your, your, um, your life is written in the book, a life and your days are ordained, Jesus' days were ordained and, and talked about. And the difference between your life and Jesus' life was that prophetic word was said about Jesus so that people could know him when he came and have faith. And that's why we have the Bible. There, there were portions written prior to Jesus being born so that when he came, people could say, oh, this is fulfillment of the word. This is fulfillment of God's testament to his son this is fulfillment of the prophetic word so we know that this is this is the messiah this is jesus now i want to talk to you about the type of faith that you got to have in order to have the best life possible now a while ago i encouraged each of you to take a list take a little book one that could fit in your pocketbook or your Back pocket or your briefcase Or um, A bag Book bag And uh, write down all your goals Dreams and aspirations I mean it all Nothing is too big or too small for God So anything that was truly pressing on your heart Anything that you're saying Lord this would make me happy If I, if you grant it for me You know please This is what I want Write it down Then I said to you Write it down and look at it every day. 
you know, pull it out and let it be the first thing you read in the morning and the last thing you read at night so that you always keep in the forefront the dreams, aspirations, and goals and desires that you ask your Heavenly Father in the name of His Son, Jesus, to grant to you. And that was a couple of months ago, right? How many of you did it? Well, I can honestly say I did it. And I wrote my list July uh, in July, July 18th, 2010 to be exact. And I wrote everything from uh, getting married to having a fur coat. Yes, you know, things that just seem impossible. You know, I wanted to be reunited with some people that uh, I hadn't talked to or seen in a long time. Um, And then I wrote goals that just seem huge, like, oh, I want to win Mega Millions. (laughs) I want to write a fourth book. I want to get published by someone else. I want to do, you know, there were so many different things, and the list could go on and on. And the other day, I pulled out the list, and I said, okay, you know, how much of what I asked God for that day has come to pass now? And it was exactly, um, what is this? It was December 18th. So what's that? August, to October, November, December. Five months later. Five months later, how much of it had come true? You know, just to say. Well, hello, I'm married. <laughs> huge thing. Huge. God blessed me with my high school sweetheart. And we got married, and, and we've been so happy. You know, um one of the Christmas gifts that um, totally out the blue I'm being blessed with. My mother-in-law said she's giving me a mink coat. I'm like, what? No one knew I wanted a fur coat, and, you know, she just blessing me with that. And um, the person I wanted to see that I had spoken to in a long time, I saw them on Thanksgiving. Um, I wrote and published uh, my fourth book. I got a new publisher, Publish America. And they're publishing my book, and my book will be coming out soon. So all these things happen. But at the time, July 18th, none of these were part of my reality. You know, none of these things I thought were reality. The only thing I had going for me was my faith. Now, have I won Mega Millions? No. Um, am I living in the house right now? No. Those are still yet to come. But, you know, these are things I said, oh, yeah, I want to happen, and I wrote it all down, big, small, and in between, you know, you have to have a lot, and it just goes to show you that by looking at it every day from in the morning and at night, it got it marinated in my spirit, and God really said, hey, this is important to her, and to keep her encouraged, I'm going to bless her with some of these things and other things, I'm, you know, uh, it will come in time, and I want to let her know that nothing is impossible for God. So I say that to you to say I hope you have your list and that you pull it out now and say, hmm, it's like five months later. How much of this, these things have I done for me? You know, what what uh, has come true? What hasn't come true? And you'd be surprised. A couple of things will have come true, and, you, and it's to strengthen your faith. Well, back before Jesus was born, it had been prophetically written that a star would, the stars, there would be a sign of the Messiah's birth. Now, do you know how many years people had to wait in order to see this brilliant star? You know, we are all into instant gratification. Hello, raise your hand if you're into instant gratification. And yes, my hand is raised too, because you want what you want and you want it right now. <laughs> and you don't want to wait You want to have it You want to go It's mine, it's mine, it's mine But you know Back then People used to wait years And generations And they would never see The promised land And and yet They never gave up hope That what they were hoping for Would come to pass If not in their lifetime Then one of their heirs Well The Magi um, Have been watching for the prophetic word to be realized in their lifetime. And do you know what it means to look out at the stars? I mean, patiently, every day, to see, will you be the lucky one to see the birth of of 
Jesus. And their faith was rewarded. One night as they looked out, like they did all those days, every year, year after year, they finally saw the star. So let's go there for a second because I want I want to talk to you about that. Uh, if you go to Matthew um, chapter 2, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judah, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw a star in the east and have come to worship him. Now, that one verse seems very simple, right? Like, oh, by chance we looked up and saw his star. And like I just mentioned to you, it wasn't simple. They had been looking and searching and and following through on this, like I said, for years. And, this, and it finally happened that particular night. So what did they see? Verse 9, chapter 2, verse 9. After they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star has seen the east, and the star they have seen in the east went ahead of them, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and myrrh. And having been warned and dreamed not to go back to Herod, they returned to the country by another route. Okay, let me back up and read this whole thing so you could get the full magnitude of what I'm about to tell you. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, Judah, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east of Jerusalem came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw a star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of all, he asked them where was the Christ to be born. In Bethlehem and Judah, they replied, for this is what the prophet has risen. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, and by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I may too go worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star had seen, they had seen in the east went ahead of them, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and incense and myrrh. And having been warned in their dream not to go back to her, they returned to the country by another route. Okay. So what's the point of me talking about the man guy versus Jesus on his birthday? Let me go back to the beginning. Your life is preordained. It says so in Psalms 139. I read the word to you. I read in Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 13. It's also preordained that you're supposed to have a more, most abundant life. How do you get there? Well, you get there by having faith. How do you have faith? Well, you say to God, God, these are things that would make me feel like I have a more abundant life. Because a more abundant life means different things to different people. We're all we're not all vanilla. We, we, we're different shades of cookies, different shades of people, different shades of everything. And we go before God with our, what's on our heart, our, the desires of our heart and our mind and our and our body. And we say, this is what would make me happy, Daddy. You know what? Please bless me with it. I have faith. I believe in the name of your son, Jesus. Please bless me. And then I told you how to get it. You you write the list down. You you look at it every day, and you just thank God. You praise him as if it's already done. And watch. He'll bring it to you. Just keep having faith. I shared with you my own testimony. There were things on my list that have come true. You know, there were things on my list that haven't come true. You know, but those are things that would make me happy. And I said, okay, all right. Now, the mad guy, for them, they had a list. <laughs> they wanted to be the first people to go and go and worship God. They wanted to see Jesus, the Christ. They wanted to see the Messiah. They wanted to see Jesus. 
and they wanted to worship him. And they, they said to the Heavenly Father, please grant us this. We're going to look patiently and wait, and when it comes, we're going to be ready. And that's a key thing. You can ask for something, but not be ready for it when it comes. Therefore, lose it. But if you're ready for it, okay, you 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 can enjoy it ever even more, and it, and it gets better and better, and it doesn't go away. It just gets better over time. So, in preparation to see Jesus, they had their gifts of gold and incense and myrrh put together. They has you know, you just don't have those things laying around, extra. No, they have saved these things up to get to the king. They want to be able to spoil him and love him in such an extra special way that they were waiting and, and storing up so that they can enjoy that special moment that they had asked for. What are you doing for yourself, for when your wishes and your desires and your dreams and your goals are realized, what are you doing to store up and be ready for that time? You know, you can get what you want but lose it, like I said, if you're not ready for it. You know, sometimes people are not ready for happiness. I can be honest with you and, and share with you my own testimony that I'm happy. But I honestly say it's a weird feeling. <laughs> And, I, you know, I try to explain it to some people, like, for a long time, because of my life and all the major things that I've been through, I, I wasn't genuinely happy. But being with my husband, I'm I'm so happy. And happiness, you have to be ready for that. And if not, you could push it away by accident. So first, how do you get ready for happiness? How do you get ready to accept that finally the things that you hoped for have finally realized? You have to say to yourself, first of all, I'm worthy of it. You know, in preparation of your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, you have to see yourself receiving it, and you have to see yourself as being worthy of it. You have to say, I'm worthy of being loved by a good person. I'm worthy of being uh, of having a good coat I'm worthy of having a great job I'm worthy of living in a nice place I'm worthy of Being surrounded by people who love me And treat me with respect I'm worthy for being back in the life Of someone I haven't talked to for a while I'm worthy You know And what what makes you worthy <laughs> You know We all make mistakes We all do bad things You know What makes you worthy what makes you worthy? What makes you worthy is that you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. You have the love of God in your heart. And you have the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And they have blessed you. They have healed you from all sickness and disease. They have given you a, a good spirit, a good heart, and they walk before you in all that you do. And you deserve whatever that you ask and you desire because they're going to bless you with it and they're going to take you to your highest good because you're special. You're worthy because in God's eyes, when he formed you, he made a wonderful work. He made a beautiful person. And it says so in Psalms 139. If you ever want to be encouraged, am I worthy? You go to Psalms 139 and it says it. God made a glorious work and design when he made you. And you have to accept that. Second, you have to be prepared for what is going to come. You know, got to move all the negative, nasty, value, vampire people who try to suck your blood dry out. Move them out your way. you got to move yourself away from the negative, nasty drama queens and kings and situations. And you and you, and you got to stop looking at the nasty things that 
bog you down and drag you down. And you got to surround yourself with positive things that uplift you and give you the encouragement and happiness and joy. And and that's getting yourself ready, making yourself light and airy and happy on the inside. And that's it. And you get ready by doing simple things. You know, I'll share with you the testimony that one of the things I have on my list is having children. I want to have children, you know, but right now I don't have a child. And Am I ready for a child? At this particular moment, no. I'm not. I just got married, um, and I want to be married first for a little bit, and then we want to have kids. But how do you get prepared for it? Well, I've been preparing to have children with the man of my dreams for over 15 years. Um, I, all the treasures, all the treasures from my uh, family, I got together. Uh, been collecting baby clothes. And baby, my mom made baby blankets already, uh, baby clothes, knitted and crocheted them. And I have them stored in a nice little treasure box. I've been buying toys from when I was a little kid. I have a a complete little kid room with all the little toys and everything already ready. And people be like, do you have a little kid? I'm like, no. Like, you have so many toys and things and it looks like a little kid's room there. I said, it is. And and I've had this room already put together, you know, for years. And people were like, well, why did you do this? And I'm like, because one day it's going to come. And when it comes, I'm going to be ready. Are you ready today? Are you ready for your blessing? Are, are you in preparation? You know, your vision of what is to come is it going to, when it comes, are you going to be ready to receive? Because you got to be ready. The Magi, when when it was their time, they were ready, and they were overjoyed. It said it in the Bible. They were overjoyed at seeing the at seeing Jesus. They worshipped him, and they were so happy. And all those years of preparation and getting things together and making the gifts so perfect were worth it. Could you imagine being in their position? They are the ones who saw Jesus and were uh, preparing to receive him like the king he is, the king of kings. They were given that honor. And that's what they have put on their wish list. Can you imagine being in their position and, and, and feeling what they felt? Happy, overjoyed It must have been something too worthy You know We all have our our moments that we want And it will come I tell you the truth If you don't know how to enjoy something You could push it away You could push it away and like I shared with you, for a moment there, I didn't even know how to deal with the happiness, the goodness that had come. I had waited so long for something, but when it finally came, I was like self-sabotaging myself in little ways. Because I'm like, do I deserve to be this happy? <laughs> I'm looking around, a lot of people are miserable. <laughs> and I used to be one of those miserable people, you know, a long time ago. And I'm like, I feel happy all the time. This is abnormal. <laughs> and then, then I said to myself, "Is why is it wrong to be happy all the time? There's nothing wrong with that. You know, see, the devil can give you some wrong thinking. So you gotta, you gotta make sure your mind is right. You gotta clear up your mind and your thinking to think you deserve happiness. You deserve it all the time, 24/7. That's the way it's designed. You're not supposed to be unhappy. Happiness is the fruit of the spirit. And if you're experiencing that, that means you're walking with God. Anything else other than that means to get outside of God's will. God said, don't worry or be anxious about anything. He wants you in a state of happiness. And, you know, you have to say to yourself, am I being obedient or disobedient by not 
being happy. So you you just in, in, enjoy what God is giving you. Enjoy the peace, love, and happiness. Enjoy it because it's yours to come. It's yours now, and it's yours. You deserve it. And do we all go through those moments where, oh, I don't know, if, 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 um, I, if I deserve this, I, I don't know if this is what um, God has intended for me. I just read to you this is what God intended for you. It's, a, it, it's something that you're supposed to have. So don't worry. Enjoy. 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 And you've heard me say a lot, fruits of the spirit, fruits of the spirit, fruits of the spirit, fruits of the spirit, fruits of the spirit. And you're like, okay, Lee Charmaine, give me some scripture to back that up. Okay, I'm going to give it to you. Hold on. We're going to go to Galatians. It's got to turn in my Bible to that. Okay, we're going to Galatians 5.22. Because, see, it's good to know where you go for the word, for the word, the word, tobacco, what you say, you know, I'm telling you it. Okay, so Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Then it says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. Okay? The fruit of the spirit. So, are you entitled? Yes. God lays it out. You are entitled to be loved thoroughly and, oh, my goodness, loved in a way that you ain't never been loved before. Loved upside down and all around until you are saturated in love. You are supposed to have a loving nature and to love oozes out your pores because you're giving it in such a way that is special. Joy. Joy is happiness. You're supposed to be joyful, not depressed, not sad, not worried, not depressed, not sad, not worried. Did it say depression, sadness, worry? No. It said love, then the second thing was joy. And we all know joy is happiness. Peace, peace, peace. A peace that surpasses all understanding. When other people are freaking out and panicking and shaking in their boots, you got peace that keeps you cool, calm, and in control. Patience, patience to deal with this world and everything that comes. Kindness, to be so meek in spirit and kind is wonderful. Goodness, to be good to others and to yourself. Faithfulness, to have faith in spite of all that you see. Gentle, to 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 come at things in a in in a humble and gentle spirit and self control. Fruits of the spirit. Sorry, fruits of the spirit. Galatians five twenty two. So <laughs> you will be rewarded for having those things. So let me tell you. Let me start wrapping things up by saying. You were born on purpose. What you're waiting for is going to come. Get ready for it. And when it comes, don't throw it away. 
because you feel unworthy. No, you get to worthiness, you get over those things by saying, uh, God made me, he didn't make no mistakes, he made me wonderfully and divinely, he's got my life preordained and he's got more in store. And so if anything, I need to learn how to get in, in line with more happiness And after that more happiness And after that more happiness Because see it's not that there's going to be Happy endings and then that's it One point in happiness and that's it You know we get caught up in the happy endings And then life stops and we go back to normal No I don't know who sold us that bag of goods But that's not how it goes You know you get more happiness and then you seek more You know you, you, It's a consistent Feeling and it's okay to have. You deserve it. Can you imagine what that those mad guys felt after seeing Jesus all those years of planning, all those years of waiting? They felt happy. But did they give up and not have any more goals? No. The next thing they did was they slept peacefully, and God gave them instruction on what to do next. And do you think God left them alone? No. They're recorded in history for us to know that they were the ones. And they have more visions, they have more dreams, they have more goals, more aspirations. And God blessed them with that too. Because, see, just like you're learning, it's more joy, more peace, more love, more happy endings. Because it's not like once you get where you're going, you're going to die. <laughs> the only way for you not to have more Happiness, more joy, more love, more peace, more kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control is to die. <laughs> and it's not like the moment you reach everything on your list, you're going to die. It's just not what's going to happen. No, what's going to happen is you reach everything on your list, and then you know what? You write another list, and you have more goals. You know, keep on writing more Goals and lists and checking things off and going, oh, this happened, thank you, Jesus, and praising God. And, and and it's just praising God and being able to give a testimony and to do the things that you know to do uh, so that you could be a blessing to others. And the thing is, don't hold in your blessings for yourself and don't share with people. No, you get up and you tell people what God did for you. The whole point of this is so that we could build up others and help others along their journey. The bad guy came to show us something. The bad guy came to show us pre-planning and the, 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 the beauty of faith and enjoying the moment and then staying in the spirit so that they could hear what God had to say next. Because that's all that happened in that scripture. They felt joy. And the word joy, overjoyed, was written. They felt overjoyed. Could you imagine overjoyed? And that's going to come. And if you're not used to feeling overjoyed, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I wasn't used to feeling overjoyed. <laughs> so you got to be prepared for it. Overjoy is a lot of feeling. Uh, so when you feel overjoyed, just go with it and enjoy it. You deserve it, okay? And the thing is, when you get more of that same feeling, it's like, whoa. <laughs> I thought I could only experience that once. But, no, you God wants to bless you with so much. And that's it. You are special. Don't you think it's time for you to start feeling good all the time? I mean, Seriously. That's what Jesus came for, for you to have joy, love, peace, gentleness, all the fruits of the Spirit, and you can have it. So enjoy it. Enjoy. Enjoy what's coming. So there's a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about. Um, you know, I have a fan page on Facebook called Lady Charmaine Days, Bits of Wisdom, Notes, Teachings, and Inspirations. If you haven't already become a member, please take time out to join. I try and write something um, every day or every two days and inspire you, put up pictures, uh, video, audio clips, and notes so that you can feel encouraged on your journey.
Because, see, I want you to experience life in abundance and more. And I make a point of telling you, every time I put up a note, how special you are. And saying, you're special, you're special, you're special, you're special. I'm trying to saturate that page with the word special. Because I feel like people don't hear that enough. And I want you to know it. So if you're not on my fan page, please join it through Facebook by liking me. And um, you can get that experience. And, um, you know, I want you to have the best Christmas possible. Christmas is here. And it's a time for us to reflect on the fact that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is born. And woohoo! The whole world is thinking about something that we think about all the time. Our Lord and Savior is here and he's reigning all the time. And we are so excited because this is the one time of the year when, despite how they feel, you know everybody's thinking that. Here they go. It's all about Jesus. And um, we get a whole month of people just thinking about Jesus. Everywhere you go, somewhere you're going to see something about our Savior's birth. And I love it. I love the fact that he gives his praise. I love the fact that he gives his acknowledgement because, see, he deserves it. And he don't deserve it just once a month or one time a year. He deserves it 24-7-365. But this is when the world does it, okay, thank you. We appreciate it. We'll take that and we'll work on getting more. But I want you to know that this is our this is our star-spangled time. This is our happy holiday. And so enjoy it. You know, this is when we throw our parties. This is when we have our good time. And this is when we just get in the spirit Enjoy it and marinate in the fact that he loves us, okay? He came for us and he sacrificed and he reigns supreme even to this day so that we can have a great life. And we are on the right team. <laughs> Isn't it nice knowing we're on the right team with the right person, with the right one, baby? Hello. So it's good that we are just with Jesus and appreciating him. And so I want to say to you that enjoy this time, enjoy the season, you know, give Jesus a praise party, you know, just praise him, thank him, praise him for what he has done for you from the time you were born all the way up until now. I mean, stop for a second. Can you imagine what your life would have been like if you didn't have Jesus in your life? Oh, what if he didn't come? We will be living in hell. Hell! You hear me? It would be horrible. So I'm just so grateful. Oh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I have hope, happiness, joy, love, peace, because my Savior came. Don't you have that too? So let's praise him. Let's praise him all the time. Let's praise him. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying, get up. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying, get up. And, yeah, I'm just over here praising her. I know y'all hear me dancing because I'm like, yeah, all right. I'm just thinking about it. I'm happy. I'm just happy. And so, you know, each my husband is like, hey, what you doing? And he knows, let's get up. And we just get up and we just be praising him and thanking him and praying to him. And, like, we're just so excited because we can see how good he is and we just enjoy him. And I hope you had that with your family where y'all just praise him, sing songs, sing happiness, joy, you know, just acknowledge him for what he's done. Acknowledge him for what he did yesterday, today, and what he's going to get ready to do for you tomorrow. Pull out those lists. Those lists are important because he wants you to know it's his birthday, but he loves giving things to you. (laughs) Because there's evidence that he's still here and doing for you. Don't give up on on uh, on those lists because a delay is not a denial. It's coming in been a major way, major major way for you, major major way for you. If you knew what I knew, you'd be excited too. And I know that God is blessing you in a unique and special way. 
obviously say no one who's written these lists can say that they didn't get at least one thing from it. You got at least something done. And if you haven't written a list, now's the time to write it. Write it in a little notepad, like I said, that could fit in your pocketbook or your uh, note uh, your, in your in your bag, in your briefcase, and that you can look at in the morning, look at it in the evening, and you know, praise, check it off, and praise God as it comes, because they will. Okay. So I ask you to join my Facebook fan page, you know, if you haven't done that, because that's the way I keep in touch with you all the time. Um, One of the things, you know, I wanted to talk to you about is why I haven't been on the air for the last couple of weeks. So much has been going on that I was so busy living through um, just blessings that I said, when I get on air, I'm going to explain to everybody that I really was going through a process myself of learning how to deal with happiness because it was new for me. And, you know, and I I just, I just been really praising God when I, when I wasn't on the air. I was praising God and spending quality time with him by myself. And just thanking him and praying for you, praying for every listener of Taboo Talk, praying for every person who's on the fan page, praying praying for all my friends, family, loved ones, praying that you continue to have roofs over your heads, clothing on your back, food on your table, praying that you have joy, love, peace, happiness, praying that you experience all the promises that God has given to us in Deuteronomy 28, 1-13, that you experience healing if you need it, that you're happy. Uh, I pray that you are doing those things that bring you joy. That's what I was praying for. And I, and I was marinating in the fact that my God answers my prayers. I, pray, I was praying in the fact that I was getting people calling me up or emailing me, please pray for me. And I was just praying for those people that individually contacted me. There's a woman who has sciatica nerves. I'm not going to mention her name because it's private. But she has sciatica nerves, and that's four herniated discs. And she was like, just pray for me. If, if you, I know if you stand in agreement with me, God can and will heal, provide me with the healing. And I said, yes, in the name of Jesus. i just been enjoying the miracle of life Uh Someone very close to me is pregnant, and, you know, the doctor told her that she might have had to do in vitro fertilization to get that. And, you know, she said, no, I'm going to stand with the people who I know are prayer warriors to do it the old-fashioned way and let my God step in. And she did. (laughs) I kept telling her, I said, you know what? Our God is going to do that and more, and it's going to come in such a star-sprinkled band away. It's going to come down to when y'all claim it in the name of Jesus, and it's going to happen. And when it came, when they claimed it in the name of Jesus to the date, time, and hour, oh, God is good. So sometimes you got to take a time out to pray and, and marinate and be there for people on an individual basis. If you need me to pray for you, um, I will. Contact me. Um, you you can contact me through Facebook or through my webpage, which is www.ladycharmineday.com. And um, I will definitely pray. I And I keep track. So, you know, I will follow up with you and say, hey, where are you? Because I care. <laughs> and, I, and that's the thing. Sometimes you just have to be in a place where you can care for people. And so I want to apologize for not being on air these couple of weeks if you needed me um, to be here for you in that way. Uh, and I felt it was more important at the time for me to take a time out and pray, get my head together, accept the blessings in my own life, and be able to come on the air and say, this is what I was dealing with, and I'm learning something. I learned something, and I wanted to share it with you because, see, 
the story of the Magi really Magi really stood out for me as the most important lesson for this Christmas. And so I want you to know that you are special. You deserve all the things that are coming to you and more. And uh, I'm glad that you are a part of this ministry. Please keep tuning in. I will be back next week. And um, it's going to be exciting because <laughs> we could talk about after Christmas. Uh, hopefully by then I would have heard from you or other people and I'll be able to get some more Praise God reports. And I just want to let you know that you are incredible, wonderful, special, uh, star-spangled banner, hmm, divinely made, nice, giving, loving, faithful, and on time because <laughs> my God is in you. And your blessing is going to be on time. It has an appointed time to meet you. So be prepared. Be ready to receive happiness. Know that you're worthy. Know that it's okay if if you're you're getting used to happiness or never experienced happiness before. You know, happiness is not a one-time thing. It's an all-time thing, and you deserve it, and you're going to have it. Read the scriptures that we talked about today. The fruit of the Spirit can be found in Galatians 5.22, the promises of God in Deuteronomy 28.1-13, the fact that God knew you even before you were born and he knows everything about you as you go on, um, Psalms 139. Uh, we talked about Matthew's uh, chapter 2 and the Magi. And, you know, I hope you were blessed by today's um, talk. This consultation was brought to you by Lady Sharon Ming Day, the hostess of Taboo Talk. I am your own online internet pastor and and Christian consultant. And I hope that you tune in next week as I give more words of wisdom to help you along your spiritual journey. Because the mission of my ministry is to help you transform your mind, body, and spirit utilizing the principles of Jesus Christ. Remember, you are special. Be blessed. Goodbye. Elevate your mind. Get yourself together. Elevate your mind. Make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind. Get yourself together. Elevate your mind. Make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. May I have your attention, may I have your attention please. This is Lady Charmaine Day with Pussy Report number two. That's Pearls of Wisdom Underground Christian Crew Intelligence Report. Praise Him. Praise Him all day long. Praise Him with hymns and songs because He has done great things for you. He's been the one to deliver you from sickness and pain, to provide you with food and shelter, and to shield you from life's rain. So you praise Him. Praise Him all day long. Praise Him with hymns and songs because He has done good things for you. Praise Him when you rise and praise Him until you fall. Praise Him because He's seen you through it all. And you know what you need to do when you praise Him? Just say two simple words. And what are those words? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, 
the kings and queens, continue to make God look good because you are the light in this world. Thank you and goodbye.